ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, welcome to the lounge cast. This is London Electricity in its original format. It's Tony Coleman and Chris Goss. Good evening. Good evening. It's 100% lounge core. The genesis of hospital records. <laughs> Where's Phil Collins? And we're kicking off with General Hospital by Syncopics. so you could visualise us. It's Monday morning. We've had a momentous week, which we're going to tell you all about as the podcast progresses. And there's nothing like having a little workout on a Monday morning to a tune like this. So, Chris. Hello. I just found a spoon in here. <laughs> There's Danny Bird's sleeping bag and a spoon. <laughs> we have snuck in before Danny Bird comes back. He's mixing <laughs> tracks from his new album. And uh, it does tend to get a little bit um, fusty. But you have to say, big respect to Danny. He's been working super hard all of last week. Uh, almost finished his brand new single. Yes, Danny. So why has it been such an amazing week for Hospital Records, Chris? It's been crazy. Well, well I guess it was all about um, all about Friday, and um, having had to sign an NDA, it's a massive relief to now get to Monday and be able to talk about it. Um, so I guess, as plenty of Hospital fans will now know, uh, we're very proud to have High Contrast having been involved in the music for the Olympic opening ceremony. And boy, did he smash it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing. And um, of course, he was assisting uh, Rick Smith from Underworld, who was the musical director, working directly with Danny Boyle. And uh, Lincoln, well, first things first, the first 60 seconds of that ceremony was The Road Goes On Forever by High Contrast. Yes, Lincoln. Which, which is amazing. I was sat at Bad home. Bad boy. I was sat at home with Sally and, uh, and with Naomi watching it at just grinning from here to here so exciting well, we had the chairman and the secretary general who were allowed to stay up all night and <laughs> they knew there was high contrast coming on they loved the agony and the ecstasy album when that tune came up the chairman started leaping up and down just going dada 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 it's high contrast <laughs> but wasn't the opening ceremony amazing 
I got, I got to say, when we we first sat down with uh, Team Underworld uh, on about the 7th of May, we went to Three Mills where they were doing all, all of the planning and the rehearsals, and Lincoln and I watched this 10-minute video, which was like a, a proper demo put together by Danny Boyle and all of his team, and it just involved like library footage and, and photographs and drawings, and it was all of that Industrial Revolution sequence. Yeah. And we watched that, and we, you know, we... At that point, you could tell it was going to be pretty special. But to have seen that and then watch it on Friday was absolutely mind-blowing. When those chimneys came up oh, no, out of the no. ground, it was awe-inspiring. You know, and when, the, and when the rings, when the rings, like, went up into the sky and they were yeah. coming across, I was just like, wow, how on earth did that happen? It was proper shivers, and, my God, it made me so proud to be British. I mean, I think, you know, I said to Lincoln, like, all weekend, like, everyone that I've spoken to, like, my neighbours, my family, friends, strangers that I've met on the street, literally everyone is just talking about that ceremony. Yep. You know, and so for for Lincoln to play such a big part in it and for us to be involved is it's just quite momentous, really, isn't it? It's a stupendous honour, it really is. Absolutely. And I love the bit where there was the NHS in the middle of it, just like a centre label. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was absolutely wicked. I'm searching for a still of that. Yeah. Well, if has got one, send it, please. <laughs> what is that, NHS 217? Yeah. <laughs> now we are playing tunes from the Lounge Court album. It's a compilation of the tunes that best represent our kind of philosophy. And our roots. Hospital was built on Loungecore, and this is all Loungecore that we're playing. Hopefully you'll get it. It's what it says on the tin. And uh, on Sunday, two days into the Olympics, there was a flurry of messages and tweets saying that during the women's beach volleyball scoring, they were playing this tune. And I missed it. All hell is breaking loose. We should uh, we should just say big up to Team GB. They did beat Canada yesterday, didn't they, in the uh, ladies' beach volleyball? They absolutely did. In their bikinis as well. <laughs> it's slightly bizarre seeing an Olympic sport where the contestants wear bikinis and play on sand. And we're, and we're like, the judges have to constantly like move like the kind of like uh, tram lines because they're bits of ribbon and they get getting like, like swamped with sand. That's right, and they have to pretend not to be looking at the, the contestants' <laughs> bottoms. That must be difficult. <laughs>
and Loungecore is released on the 13th of August. I should know how many tracks are in there because I pre-mastered each one of them and remastered and remastered. Uh, I think it's about 29 or something. And a full-length mix, and by full-length, it's I'm, I mixed the album at lounge, so kind of like, it's about like two a, and a half hours, a loungely pace. Yeah, <laughs> it's close on two hours long the mix. Because that's how we do in lounge music. There's no rush. Oh, it's 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 heresy to rush. It really is. Chris, should we hit them with the track that started it all off? It's uh, it's uh, only right and proper to do so. Are you ready? Yeah, this is NHS One, people. This is the tune that kicked off Hospital Records. Let's go. What tempo is this? About 125. <laughs> 160. <laughs> that fast? Blimey, I thought. Yeah. The Harp of Gold by the Peter Nice Trio. Big up to Oscar Wilson. Yes, indeed. your perspective when we made this tune it was uh, well it came out in 96 but it was probably started in 95 probably late 95 17 years ago that was was, for us that was before the internet (laughs) I think we got our first internet connection in about 1997 I was uh, I was just going to say that like it just occurred to me that charity shops played a very big part in the early early days of hospital because that was when you and me and people like Oscar and Mr. Scruff, we spent so much time in charity shops where you could just pick up the most bizarre, incredible records for 10p, 20p, or if you're really pushing about that, maybe about a pound. So, Hospital Records in its early days was kind of sponsored by Oxfam, really, wasn't it? Yes, and the Red Cross. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was that process of when you and I used to make records together and you would sit at the mixing desk and I just, I, I stood at this table, this, the plastic surgery The operating desk, table. And I would just stand there with like piles of records, just plowing through them, trying to find something, something that had that little, that little spark. It could be a drum break or it could be a harp or it could be a bassoon. You just didn't know, did you? But you had to just stand there for hours listening to these often bizarre, quite exotic records because that was where the inspiration was, you know? And we didn't just sample, did we? We used to, we used to rig up the decks through 
a Roland Space Echo yeah. and like a load of guitar effects pedals before yeah. sampling. Yeah. <laughs> so it was quite a fun and creative process. Yeah. It was a bit mad. But yeah, the excitement of buying a weird record, a shit record that had an amazing, amazing sample on it. And the thing was that you know you, you just you would actually have to listen to the whole record. You couldn't just like dip it. You know when like you look at the at the grooves and you yeah. kind of go look. Well, look clearly there's there's the breakdown or there's the drum break because you can see where the grooves have widened out. That was a fallacy. You had to just listen to track by track by track, and you never knew. Oh yeah. And actually, I remember as a. You know, as an aspiring DJ and as a young DJ being really sort of led by amazing sleeve designs and being fascinated by the graphics but the ones that you needed to get were the ones with the worst covers the ones that had the really awful looking sleeves that oh, was oh talking of which <laughs> I Instagrammed do you remember David Disco Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Instagrammed yeah, yeah. the cover of David Disco yesterday. We never sampled from that because it's too, it's too bad, too awful. <laughs> but it, it is definitely the worst record in my collection. I'm extremely <laughs> proud of it. I think it was called Let's Go Disco or something by, by David Disco. Anyway, check out my Instagram account and you'll see it. The cover's actually quite good, but the record's terrible. Sometimes terrible records are the best records. And, um, and our, our devotion and love for lounge music led us to the first of our many compilation series. And the very first series was called Outpatients. And this... Intro. <laughs> music makes me feel this way. Clap your hands, stomp your feet, y'all. Clap your hands, yeah. Stomp your feet, y'all. Clap your hands. This is a, an, an outfit called Grand Unified. Who at the time was signed to Certificate 18, I think. Were they? I don't remember that. <laughs> or maybe another label. I thought it was that, anyway. <laughs> And, and they made this tune for our first kind of proper compilation. Tell me times are strangers, could you explain to me? Or do you know you spent some time you've been around? I got tired of something, see it on TV screen. Guess I'm alone and knowing it ain't no dream. Guess I gotta tell ya. Salvation is on my way. Sound of a breathing, moving joy, it's a motion music day. Music makes me feel this way. Music makes me feel this way. Music makes me feel this way. The heart of the city. Music makes me feel this way. 
Now, another reason why this, this past week has been absolutely amazing for us and has really made me look back back to the, the way we started was that we did the hidden depths of hospital on Wednesday night at XOYO and Fotec came down and played a one-off amazing set a modus operandi set and it was spine tingling yeah I mean that is like that is a long-held ambition for us uh, it's something that we've sort of been pursuing for at least about three years now what's well, that since we're at heaven actually yeah yeah but it's like five years like big up to, to Tom and Ben from Black Atlantic who invited us to go and do this uh, Tiger Beer show. They, they're doing like a series of about half a dozen. They did a show in Ninja, a show with Hyperdub, and then the third one was our hospital show last week. And it was just, it was really, really lovely to walk down into that basement and see an absolutely packed crowd just loving it. You know, that 97 classic Fotec sounder and seeing him there, he was having such a great time. And the first person I saw at the bottom of the stairs was Paul Rico. Now, I don't know the last time I saw him out socialising with other people, but <laughs> that was quite something. Paul Rico, a.k.a. Dr. Death, who, um, who works at SRD Distribution. Well, he now runs SRD Distribution. And uh, for those in the scene, they will know that in many ways, Rico was the glue that held drum and bass and jungle music together through yeah. all the difficult times. Yeah. And he, he's definitely an unsung hero. Yeah. Big up, Paul. But yeah, there was it was a packed house. There were there were some people there who were two years old. Like Luke, UKF was there. He was three when Modus Operandi <laughs> came out. <laughs> Puts it into perspective. But that, and that that was what was so great about it, which is like in that in that packed basement, it was literally it was the people from our generation. And then it was like the kind of teenage generation and all loving it. And it was like being able to connect those two generations and the people in between and see that amount of love for, for real drum and bass like that. I was just, it's another great achievement for us, I think. It really, really was. And particularly so because when we started making drum and bass, Fotec was one of the artists, if not the artist that that really made you rewrite the script and just made you think if I can ever be 5% as good as this yeah. I'll, I'll be doing something right yeah you know? it was like you know those you know those particularly those early metalheads releases by by Rupert were certainly for me you know more than half the reason to even be interested in drum and bass so uh, big night absolutely Now this track is a tune that actually brings together three hospital artists in one tune, as it were. <laughs> it's by the Futuristics, which was Zed Bias and Sefton and Sefton working together. And we released the Futuristics album around yeah. when was it? 2001 or 2000? I think it was actually 2003. Was it? Wow. NHS 62. There you go. Yes, Chris. And this is a, a key track off the album. The track's called Beautiful. It features Jenna G on vocals. And this is the New Tone remix. Loungecore at its absolute finest.
If you love great timeless music, then you should check out the Futuristics album as well. Feel it out. It is amazing. And a lovely photo on the front as well. Thanks to Grieg Arness and uh, four pairs of hands, including mine. <laughs> This is Hospital, it's the Hospital Records Podcast, episode 180. So what, nine, seven, nine. No, that's left over from last time. Oh. <laughs> you were supposed to go 180! 180! No shouts on this podcast, it's pure memories. But must give a massive shout to uh, Mr. Z Bias. One of uh, one of the greats of British underground music, and a man who is getting all the recognition that he deserves again right now. I remember, I remember like when we um, when we'd actually signed the Futuristics album, and I I personally used to go up to Milton Keynes like once a month to go and visit Dave in his little terraced house, and he went into this tiny little terrace, went down into the basement where was just the biggest mixing desk, <laughs> and like a tight like a tiny vocal booth. And the man is just an absolute bass scientist and true original. This, I remember, like, he played us the demo of Beautiful. And that, that was the whole reason we signed that album. It was. Yeah, it was all about this tune, just to kick it off. And then he put together the most amazing future jazz album. Yeah. And he's done like, I think he's now, I believe, he's worked with True Thoughts. And he has at least sort of three different artist projects signed to True Thoughts. Yeah. And he's living in Manchester and working like, as he always does, 24-7. So big, big shout out to Dave Zabias. Yeah, big love, mate. Big respect. I forgot about that bit. And Genergy, as some of you will probably know, some of the younger listeners appeared on Netsky's first album. And on that album was what I consider to be a loungecore classic.
Sky carrying on the lounge core tradition. <laughs> I just realised I haven't actually heard this tune in ages. Absolutely amazing. Love it. It's a beautiful tune. He needs to get it back in the set. Yeah. I should just say big up to the to the Net Sky live band. They just uh, just had a big weekend this weekend they played Camp Festival and then Global Gathering yeah they were absolutely sick at Global Gathering and big up to everyone who came down to Global Gathering as well you were a superb audience you see if you're in lounge call you don't have a crowd you have an audience <laughs> yeah the band were amazing Diane Charlemagne script and the band are so tight if you do get the opportunity to see them you need to just uh, go to netskymusic.com slash live full UK European tour coming up and don't take it for granted because in electronic music live bands do not last forever <laughs> a DJ does no the band will evolve so catch it in all its stages, I say. I suppose the other thing, uh, the other thing we should just mention is that this week the brand new Net Sky single is out. Love has gone. It is. As we record this, it's out right now. An amazing remix package as well. Dub Physics, NI. It's actually, uh, there's, yeah, it's a very nice disco version from Boris himself. Yeah, he's done his own disco remix. It's yeah. fantastic.
Now we're heading down to New Zealand for this is an outstanding tune. What's that? What's happened to him? I haven't heard from him in ages. Well, Lucas, um, he's been making lots of other genre types of music. Oh, okay. Sort of, um, sort of electro and, and stuff like that. Okay. He came out with this tune a few years ago. It's called St. Bond. And I actually found my dub plate of it after I unpacked my records after moving house. Sounds absolutely sick. Massive shout to Luca. I'll let it drop, then I'll tell you how he produced this record. So when Lucas sent this tune in, I think it was into the demo aim inbox. I hit him up. I was like, it's a wicked track, mate. I love it. But what about all the orchestral samples? And it turns out it's all him playing guitar spun backwards. So it's all reverse guitar chords and harmonics. I'm extremely impressed. Never knew that before. It is amazing. Proper innovative lounge core. And of course, this tune first saw the light of day on med school on blood pressure 011. It's actually uh, new blood 011. That yeah, new that blood one. new blood 011. <laughs>
and uh, it has been a momentous week as well as another reason because we put on at Fabric Spies drum and bass surgery weekend before last it was absolutely intense really special night it felt it was like a timeless night it was proper bass rollers all evening in room two it was maxed out from when the doors opened Paul from Total Science absolutely killed it Carlos did a two hour set he played almost his entire forthcoming new album had, uh, he had only just come back from Brazil, having been over there for his brother's wedding. Yeah, so, so he got off the plane, he mastered his album <laughs> with Shane at Final Tweet, big up Shane, and then he went straight to Fabric and absolutely blasted it. It was, it was beautiful. I put together a, a herbal set for that. <laughs> you would have loved it. <laughs> Including Until Dawn by Tomahawk, of course. should also give a very uh, very special mention to med school in room three that night from what I hear that was also uh, a lot of fun yes absolutely should be filming this one really <laughs> we really should <laughs> oh the mix there we go I know I played this in my last podcast it doesn't matter because it's too good the mighty tomahawk who could actually have had four careers simultaneously and they all would have become extremely successful He could have been a record producer. He could have been a DJ. He could have been a a mobile phone model. Well, actually, he was for about five minutes. He was, wasn't he? Was it it Vodafone? Yes, yes. He did appear in (laughs) (laughs) on telly, didn't he, on an ad campaign? (laughs) (laughs) Remember, there was that that that, really early time when he was just volunteering for us. And they had these like they had these kind of like big banners in the Vodafone shops. And these massive photos of Tom. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Tom. We must find that, that advert and put it on the hospital YouTube channel. And what a lot of people don't know is that Tomahawk has done ghost vocals on quite a few releases on hospital records, mainly by High Contrast yes. and Danny Bird. Uh, it was a particular vocal feature on the High Society album. Indeedy doody. He does an extremely good diva impersonation. <laughs> so if any of you have got samples that you need to recreate, call Tomahawk, 50 quid, he's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Until dawn.
all about when the Amen comes in. I'll tell you what, Chris, when I was um, when I was remastering all these tunes, it suddenly made me realise that I need to get vinyl backups of a lot of these tracks because I do actually play them out. And they're becoming harder and harder to get. So I sent Will, who runs our web shop, a whole list of hospital back catalogue that I wanted like backups of. And of course he only had about a third of them. <laughs> so I had to go onto Discogs <laughs> and start buying <laughs> hospital records, including yeah. my own records, yeah, yeah. to make sure I had backups. <laughs> And then, and it turned out, <laughs> two, two of the ones I bought were actually, actually did belong to me. <laughs> and I'd, I'd put them on Discogs because they were incomplete. There was like my own album, full the plug with one piece of vinyl in it. Oh. And I ended up buying it back. <laughs> so pikey. <laughs> I blame the vinyl pimp. I think I... Another thing that I really love about this particular tune is this that this tune, Until Dawn by Tomahawk, is a really beautiful link to our pre-hospital days, seeing as it is a, um, a cleared sample from one of our heroes of British music, a man called Brian Auger. Yes. And when we were running Tongue and Groove Records in the very early 90s, we ended up doing a, a best-of compilation of Mr. Brian Auger. I think it came out in late 94, early 95 because we had a mutual hookup in America, a guy called uh, Steve Zelenka, who's still working in the music business out on the West Coast. And we were working with Steve, and he said to us one day, I suppose you know a bloke called Brian Auger. And I was like, uh, yeah, I've got all of his records. And we ended up, by hook or by crook, do you remember we stored a whole bunch of his two-inch tape masters that he yep. he'd got the rights back to um, from, I think, Atlantic. And long and short it was, we did a best of Brian Auger, we brought him over to England. The album's called Organisation. If you can get it, you should get it. Yeah, you owe it to yourself. Probably have to go on Discord to get that as well. Um, and then, like, by, by what was this? When did, when did Until Dawn come out? Like 2002, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Um, and Tom was, like, you know, still producing tunes. And I think he'd actually sampled this by having gone through some of my records in the basement. And uh, we were able to clear it. And it's just... I love that, you know, that joining the dots of... Absolutely. Something that you've done almost 10 years before and it, this track stands up constantly to this day. Now, I think it's time we played something by the very first artist we ever signed to hospital. Mighty Lance. And along with Zeb Bias... One of the founding fathers. Absolutely, yes. Of post-garage. Everything that came after garage. Like Broken Beat. He was he was making broken He was making Broken Beat before the, the term was even coined. He was resident at Forward when it was at Plastic People. Yeah. And I must say, I, I am really gutted because Tim Landslide was due to appear uh, in the upstairs bar with myself and Andreas Sarg and other Echoes uh, last week. But he was recently in hospital. I trust he's on the men now. He was suffering from pneumonia. And, was, and so he couldn't appear. So much, much love to Tim Landslide. Massive love. Massive get well soon. I, I, spoke, I spoke to Tim last week. And not only is he recovering from pneumonia in one lung, 
is moving house this week. And he also has three... That's so, that so Tim, actually, isn't and it? he has three small boys. He runs, he runs a, a higher education music course in Newport College. So uh, the man works hard. Still sounding absolutely fresh, completely futuristic, Latin-tinged music. 184 BPM, this. <laughs> you try and get that in a mix with all the other tunes that are 160 BPM. The fact is that it's still consistently one of my favourite tunes that we've ever released. The whole album, the Drum and Bosser album, completely next level, sounds unlike anything else before or since. And the Lounge Core album is available as a digital download bundle with a massive DJ mix. All good digital stores. Get it from the source shop.hospitalrecords.com, iTunes, wherever you, you like to buy your files from. You know what's good about all the tunes on the Drum and Busser album is no tune has any repetition in it. <laughs> Landslide would spend literally months making one tune and that's why because it constantly changes and evolves. He would kind of torture himself in that, in, you know, in his, in his flat and accent. Like put so much, so much effort, so much detail. And I love it. I mean, this it gets me every time. I love it. Squeezing a little bit of future events news now. 28th of September is an absolutely massive day for us and a massive night. We've got two shows in Brixton for the over 14s. Yes, you heard that right. 28th of September at the Electric in Brixton. It's Net Sky Live, a full concert set. 
go to netskymusic.com for all the details click on the live tab and if you've got any energy left after that which I'm sure you will have you come down to hospitality at the O2 in Brixton so double trouble it's what you call a double whammy it is indeed isn't it and the third course will be are we doing a third course I don't don't know if I've even got the energy to think about it I suppose we'll, we'll have to ask Josh normally we do an after party at plan B so that would be dessert in theory, wouldn't it? <laughs> All will be revealed on the hospitality website, hospitalitydnb.com. The lineup is soon to be announced. And we unleash the Olympian, (laughs) the contrast, a tune that couldn't be more loungecore if it tried, in a Gada de Vida, This has lounge links dripping out of it. It's um, some of you may know about the Apache break. It's a drum break. It was almost as big as the Amen break in jungle music. And the Apache break was lifted from an album by the Michael Viner band, who were a Las Vegas hotel band who played in the early 70s. They played, they had about three drummers and four percussionists and it was like a huge spectacle with dancers and everything. And they used to play the most amazing mental live cover versions of big tunes. Like Apache was by Cliff Richards and The Shadows originally. One of their biggest tunes was Inagada De Vida, which was originally by an early prog rock band called Iron Butterfly. Correct. The, uh, the, the clearances on this one were quite complex, <laughs> I, I, I confess. Yeah. 
But also, uh, big up to Ricky Trickart. There's an amazing picture disc of this, if, uh, if you can find it. Proper psychedelia. And Michael Viner's uh, incredible bongo band have gone down in history as being one of the most influential musical acts in hip-hop, let alone within jungle music. Yeah. And that all eventually led to this track by High Contrast. And because it originated in a casino hotel in Las Vegas, it's classed as loungecore. <laughs> And we couldn't possibly put together a compilation of lounge music without this track. Large amounts of soul. Panda style. Originally released on a white limited edition 7-inch record. For which now, if you want to buy it on Discogs, I know because I've just tried, you're going to have to spend about 50 quid. (laughs) It's seriously collectible. Pandas are Chinese. They like bamboo. They're very cuddly looking. Many attempts of breeding pandas in captivity have proven fruitless. However, when in the wild, they do it panda style. I remember when we released this, it was it's almost like a novelty record, and that and that is not a disparaging because some of the best records ever made are novelty novelty records. And the style. Well, let's face it, who, who said that running a drum and bass label had to be all serious? Totally. We had so much fun with this release. And the panda t-shirts, they're still being yeah. repressed. They're still one of our best-selling t-shirts ever. On the uh, on, on the original 7-inch, what wasn't the B-side of Panda Pella? Yeah, it was a panda pella. It's <laughs> got to be a first. Track it down, track <laughs> it down. No one's ever done one before. That's, that's true. A panda's diet is predominantly consisting of bamboo, 
pandas using their sharp teeth and claws open the bamboo shoots to get to the pulpy insides of the bamboo. Remember when this came out? It was just when Annie Mack started doing her primetime show uh-huh. on Radio One, and she absolutely came this record. <laughs> it was it was a big record for about like two months. It was amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, the style. And I guess I guess the other thing is is that you know you and I are such fans of the 45 7 inch record it's been i think it's been like one of our occasional kind of desires to ensure that the 45 plays a part in drum and bass it's overdue chris let's do another one yeah it's overdue for a revival I'm, i'm feeling it big time we need more sevens we've got time for one more tune we can't play all the 29 tunes get the album Finish off your summer with it. Highly appropriate to finish with this because I have finished loads of my DJ sets with this record and I still do sometimes. It's always in my box. You know, one of the one of the things I loved about releasing this particular record was it kind of felt as though when we put out this 12 there were another sort of group of the naysayers who finally sort of acknowledged that maybe we were doing all right. Yeah. And for a lot of people, myself included, this is one of the highlights of the hospital catalogue. It's an absolutely stunning piece of music. Sabre and Paradox featuring Robert Manos. Move on. Move on. So it's been clear. 
And it is, it's fair to say that when we started Hospital Records, it was born out of desperation. <laughs> it was a total last-ditch attempt <laughs> for us to get a career in the music business. It was. <laughs> and it was a complete experiment. It should never have worked. And, and to be fair, those first two years were pretty bloody tough, actually. They, they were. Full of, uh, full of self-doubt. Yeah. And anxiety. And heart searching. <laughs> but lounge music pulled us through, Chris. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Exotica. So, yes, thanks to all of you for being with us on this journey at various different stages. Uh... Without you, there'd be no hospital, there'd be no lounge core album, there'd be none of this. So it has been, is, and hopefully will continue to be an epic journey. Absolutely. You know, one of the great, we were just saying, one of the great things about doing a podcast like this is that you can actually stop for a minute and think, oh, we've done quite a lot, actually, haven't we? You know, it's easy to take so much of this for granted. And uh, what what is now basically almost 17 years old seems to have gone by in in a heartbeat to me. Totally. Yeah, it is, it is crazy. And, and we're busy planning the, the, the next few years. And yeah. Without having to do this, we just never stop and look back, do we? Yeah, that's right. No, that's right. And also when you, you know, when you realise that, you know, some of your staff are only just turning 20, some of your artists are only just t- turning 20, and that's almost not, not that far off of the actual, like, current lifespan of the, of the record label. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the label actually being older than some of our artists that that would be mental yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's gonna happen soon yeah it's, it's not it's not far off and i think all of us here we just feel we don't we feel like we're starting out don't we every day it's, it's a new challenge and you just don't know what's coming and you feel you feel like a complete beginner it's it's a fantastic feeling I think it's like, you know, when you're when you're listening to brand new music by brand new artists, you're thinking about doing events in places you've never done events, you know, and it, every aspect of, of what we do is, you know, is constant kind of exploration and uncertainty, and therefore it's exciting and it's fun. It's a lot of hard work, uh, but it's great fun. Thank you for subscribing to the Hospital Podcast. Chris, thank you so much, mate. Thanks for all the years. Absolute pleasure. And all the years to come. (laughs) Big love to all of you. Enjoy your summer holidays.